Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello again. Hey, everyone's playing together right now. <laughs> Look, there they are. I'm gonna catch you. I'm gonna catch you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop, stop. Luna, we can't play if you bite Lufa. We don't ever want to bite our friends. Why not? 
Let's play what? a game. No, I'm just joking. No, it's good. Oh, okay. I thought Santa was challenging you to a nuclear war. I, I hope you won. Yeah, I did. I had to teach it a little bit of chess. Just like, hey, you. How about a nice game of chess, man? <laughs> nice. Did you did you check made him? Yes, I did. Okay, good. Good good yes. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Yeah, oh, Santa yeah, was Santa was good to me too. Um oh, he, cool. he he bought me a Simpsons whole season DVD which I love the Simpsons. And oh. uh yeah, I got me some other groovy little gifts, but the lava lamp—I think it's a dud. We have to—we uh, have to ask Santa for a uh, a refund on the lava lamp. But Aww. yeah, it was a good Christmas for us too. There it is. <laughs> it looks like a anaconda at the bottom. Even if you leave it plugged in for hours, it still looks like an anaconda sitting at the bottom of a lamp. Your anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, hon. <laughs> that was Thank you, sir. Yes, huh? oh. sir. Yes, yeah. sir, makes a lot. Hello? Sir, uh, yes, sir, we're here. You're, you're back on. I see that you called back in. No, my phone. I'm going to have to see what happens. I, I thought my husband fixed it. And I don't know if there's something wrong, but it's a brand new phone. It's not. It's not. It's not a recent one, but it's a brand new phone. If it happens again, I'm gonna have to have, maybe next week and stop by the store because I, I have a, um, what is that like a warranty? You know, I pay monthly, whatever. That's yeah. And if it's something right. that's not my fault, they're supposed to fix it because it's a there brand new you phone. Go. You the know? freaking phone oh, company. Yeah. The freaking phone company. All right, so check this out, okay? I have been, believe it or not, I have been doing some work um, for the show. And I would like to say that Francie and Friends is broadcasting live at our new place in Antelope, California. Woo-hoo! That Nick and I have been, well, Nick mainly has been working very hard. I've just been sitting in a chair bitching and saying, Nick, it's cold. I want to go home. Nick, I'm freezing my ass off. I need to go home. And Nick's like, no, we got to do a little bit more work. But I will let Nick talk about all that um, oh, because this is his baby. There will be photos posted very soon. But I forgot what I was even going to say. Oh, uh, Francie and Friends, uh, I have been working on Francie and Friends, and we are going to get back on track. That's the update for Francie and Friends. We're going to be spending a lot more time with Francie and Friends. And, in fact, I've been talking to somebody, and either this guy is going to be the guest next week or it's going to be Mr. Ron Master. Sorry, not Mr. He is the master, Ron Fitzgerald, or it's going to be this guy. Yes, this is uh this first of all this is uh this is Spanky Brown, and uh, Spanky Brown. There he is, Spanky Brown. <laughs> yeah, let me tell y'all, this is some. So next week it's either going to be Mr. Spanky, Spanky Brown, or it's going to be Master. 
Don't call him Mr. Ron Fitzgerald. There we go. The realm Uh, himself. Yeah, we've been talking, so we're trying to figure out, um, you know, Oh, we already got a caller. Um, Nick, do I pick up the caller or do I give you? Okay. Oh, okay. Could be it, John Link. Yeah, that's me. That's me. Yeah, John Link. So, John Link. Yeah, you're back again. I am. Uh, We're. I'm gonna get Francie and friends back on track. And also, by the way, I would like to mention that I am going to seriously sit down. And I'm going to write Werewolf 2, so expect that whenever uh, Nick says it's good enough to publish because, you know, he doesn't publish crap. Mm-hmm. So yeah, wow. <laughs> Werewolf 2 be will be written, and Francie mm-hmm. and Friends is going to be taken a lot more seriously now. Yeah. Oh, speaking, of, speaking of writing, um, I want a uh, Walking Dead t-shirt. Oh, yeah. um there's this group that I belong to on Facebook called the Walking Dead VIP, and they have like a, a jingle contest thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh huh. All the yeah, all the um the winning the winning lyrics we get so many points, and then if we're entering, you yeah. get so many points. And because of a couple of my my lyrics won, the the Walking Dead lyrics, like they would take yeah. a Christmas yeah. jingle, they would take a Christmas yeah, jingle and give you a cool. theme, and then you would mm-hmm. have to make lyrics like a song, and then with the lyrics. And I did it, and because of that, I won the contest, and I won the Walking Dead um, T-shirt. I, I got it on my phone, I, so I could put it on speakers. You got, I, I took a picture and put it on, and uh, so I can, because I don't know it by heart. I don't know if you guys want to hear them or not. Well, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. You want to? Okay, hold on one second. So hold on one second. Yeah. <clears throat> Oh, this phone is slow sometimes. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. My husband makes fun of me because all the apps I have on here and everything, but I can't help it. Yeah. I love my apps. See, I know so little about so little about the computers. I really don't understand what apps are. Oh, uh, it stands. It stands for um, app application, I guess. Yeah, I see that all the time, and I wonder. Uh, if I put, uh, they're asking me to put them on. If I put them on, would they charge me for them? Oh, well, you have to look. It'll tell you if it's free. It'll tell you how much. You, you got to look. Yeah. All right, here's one, right? This one, you know that song that, you know that song, Alvin and the Chickbooks, uh, Christmas Time is here, you know? Yes. Which one? All right, so this one, you ready? Oh. Okay. Yeah. So it goes, all right, it goes, Rick, Rick Grimes, he is near. Time to be scared or be aware. We've been good, but we will last. Hurry, convince him, because he is fast. Want a big can of pudding or a can of crazy cheese? Don't want to get sick or let Carol hear me sneeze. We better be careful yeah. and really tough. Oh, please, Rick Rhymes, don't shoot us. Mm-hmm. I just looked at the right. numbers and I would like to ask uh, the Facebook users, if you're listening on Facebook, why don't you stroll over to Block Talk Radio and come into our chat room, which um, 
well, we need some dancers on the floor. But um, we're actually doing really good right now. We're, we're, I just looked at our numbers. We're doing good. So Facebook users, come on. Come, come to the website. So do you guys want to hear one more? Do you guys want to hear one more? Start calling. All right. This one is, it said, oh, Christmas tree, okay? It goes like this. Oh, governor, oh, governor, your daughter's ever-changing. Oh, governor, oh, governor, your daughter's ever-changing. She really scares us with that glare and that really nasty hair. Oh, governor, oh, governor, much pain thou hast given me. Oh, governor, oh, governor, much pain thou hast given me. How often has your ugly eye patch? Made me just want to kick your ass. Oh, Governor, oh, Governor, much pain thou hast given me. Oh, Governor, oh, Governor, I don't know why Woodbury put you in charge. Oh, Governor, oh, Governor, I don't know why Woodbury put you in charge. You're such a pig and an asshole, too. I wish Terminus would have made you into beef stew. Yuck, he would have tasted nasty. Oh, Governor, oh, Governor, I don't know why Woodbury put you in charge. There you what, go. Are, what governor is this? Walking Dead. Oh, oh, oh. See, I only saw it once, one episode. Uh, I don't have cable. Uh, oh, you, oh, okay, you don't have cable. Okay. <laughs> but I'm yeah. in, I'm in the soulless. <laughs> I'm in the soulless. It's, right. it's a, a zombie, zombie right. uh, miniseries. Well, do you have Netflix? Do you have Netflix? No, no. I, that's pay TV. No, Netflix is... Do you have a DVD player? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like a rental. It's a rental. You rent, you pay so much money a month. It's like yeah. $8 a month. Yeah, well, that's still pay TV. I buy videos. I yeah, no, no, no. You don't know what Netflix is? You pay the $8. Yeah, but it's still pay TV. Remember, pay yeah. TV used to be free. Uh, no, no, no. This See is that. like instead That's of having awesome. instead of having to pay per per DVD, you're you're paying for the whole month. What it is, you're allowed to take I think like three out at a time, and then when you could, and then once those get returned, you could you could choose another three for a whole month, eight dollars. Yeah, but. I, the the DVDs I buy, I keep them. Oh. Uh, I return them. Okay. Yeah, he okay. does have a point. He does have yeah. a point. Well, you, you know what they what they do now? Channel Eleven. You get Channel Eleven, right? Well, um, I I'm using the digital the digital converter, and I I'm not able to get uh, Eleven now. Uh, oh. But, uh. Who knows? Maybe if I if I adjust, learn how to adjust it right, maybe I could get it. They could they they put reruns on Channel Eleven now. They put reruns on there. Oh, reruns of what? The Walking Dead. No. Oh no, yeah. Walking Dead regular television. Wow, I'll have uh, to look into that. I got a new uh, antenna the other day, and it works better than the, the the than the rabbit ears that I got from the dollar store. Right. Um, right. But I still can't get some channels. 
Nick, Nick is Nick is pacing the floor now. He he wants to talk. Yeah. Nicholas Lebowski, what I'm, is I'm pacing going the floor. on? Well, okay. Smoking a cigarette outside. Can you hear me? Actually, on this phone. Huh? Yeah. Oh, good, good, good. Oh, good. Oh, I love this phone. I want it to work so bad. It works great. Now, I, all I've been doing like the last uh, week. Besides still moving stuff and everything, is uh, setting up the office, and you know, there's like um, computers and wires, and 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 you gotta like you know, it's just with my office, there's a lot of computers and wires, <laughs> so I, I have to take everything out of like several boxes and put it all back together again, and make sure everything is working right, and then I got a, a new computer and some some new equipment finally. Uh, to run black bed sheets more black bed sheet more efficiently and uh, 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 so you know now that I have a new computer I have to put all the programs I use in I have to, so it it takes a while to like set it up but right. uh, but being that I mean now that I'm on the subject of new computer uh, my dad surprised me on Christmas he he um, uh, he actually cares about black bed sheet books even though he doesn't understand. Uh, a, a lot of it. He knows it's about books. He knows that I've published Vincent Price, and um, you know, but he just—he's not really into it. And I have to keep reminding him of what I do uh, <laughs> and stuff. But he—he uh, he knows that I—I I make enough money off of it month to month to like at least pay my share of the rent in an apartment situation. And uh, just like anybody else would if they went to Walmart and stuff. And at least I've got that going for me. And I've been like running and running and running on steam for so long, just uh, trying to keep things up in that apartment situation. And um, he kind of, he surprised me. He took me to Fry's, a big electronics store, um, and where they have 50 jillion laptops and stuff. We went to like, um, uh, what was it, Office Depot. And they have like about, like, well, I don't know, eight eight laptops there and uh so when we went to fries uh, and i uh, looked around i talked to a sales rep there that was like really talkative and he but he was there for like 25 years i told him exactly what i wanted and my dad got me exactly that so instead of a laptop that I've been using for a while, I, I actually use a few. When, like, one starts to, like, go sour, I get try to get a new one, and then I use the other one as a backup. And so I keep, like, old computers as backups all the time. So if you see in my office, I have, like, about six screens and, you know, things. But um, the computer that I got, it's, um, it's a desktop, and it's a Dell, uh, if anybody understands what – um, computers are all about. This is like a, a Core 17 Intel with a uh, $400, like huge 29-inch screen monitor um, that has its HDMI. Um, it's got a lot of stuff on it. I mean, I, yeah, I've been working with computers for so long, but I'm still like not like technically savvy. I make things up as I go along. When things break down, I figure it out and I fix them. But uh, all the technical stuff. The, the bottom, the bottom line is, I've got some kick-ass. Stuff. I got I got a two thousand dollar upgrade with my system so that I can, for instance, stream Black Hamster TV um, without interruption 
you know, whenever I want to now. So I, I'm I'm starting to set up Black Hamster where I can stream it and keep it going. And I've got like a processor powerful enough now to, right. to get that done. Also, I've got a YouTube section going with the green screen corner of of uh, our new apartment slash garage. And um, uh, it's got its own desk and computer set up over there, and I'm I'm trying to, you know, fine tune everything. But we're going to actually have YouTube broadcasts like they do, you know. I mm-hmm. uh, one thing that I like when I go, uh, I I turn on my uh, my uh, uh, Blu-ray and uh, I go to YouTube and I look up like latest movie news, and there's always like you know somebody sitting with the green screen behind yeah. them and so talk, reporting about the latest news. Well, I have that capability now, and I could talk about the book industry and things, whatever it is I want to do, but it's going to, like, have black bed sheet written all over it. It's all, like, just, you know, something to sell our books. It's another tool. We've got so much room here. And, you guys, you, you should actually see it now, and it can actually bring me to tears if I think about it. I'm so busy, though. I haven't, but I am standing in what last September, at the end of last September, was only a dream. I mean, I mean, granted, I didn't get the 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 extension to the den inside that I wanted, or a bathroom. We have to share my parents' two bathrooms. But outside of that, though, uh, uh, we converted this whole garage into like this this um, this version of the apartment that we're just moving out of. Plus, we got a shed and a tool, um, uh, um, a workshop in the shed. Uh, and we've got like plenty of room to expand and do like short films, like I, I wanted to, like I started doing like, five years ago. And we've got like lots of room for for us to be creative, and and we've got a lot more office space. Plus, I got to tell you guys, and this is something that came unexpected, but um, throughout designing the inside of this garage. Um, I've got it now where, and nobody's ever done this. I don't know if it's going to work or not either. But um, for like maybe a couple of hours a week, like maybe on a Saturday from two to four, I'm going to have uh, um, a. Um, I'm going to. Um, uh, oh, what do you call it? Uh, um, I'm, it's kind of like a, a drive-through bookstore almost. Uh, uh, I, I never thought of this before until things started developing, but essentially. Um, I'm going to let the word out through social media and whatnot that I'll be uh, selling our books physically. You could actually walk up to the Black Bedsheet Studios and stand in line and buy a book. Um, And the way that it works is uh, for that two-hour period or whatever, we're going to open up the garage door, and from the driveway, what you're going to see is you're going to see something that looks like a uh, uh, – when the roach coach pulls up to like a construction crew and this whole side of the roach coach pulls up like a garage door. And then you got like, uh, this, uh, Oh, this, uh, like, um, I got like a, a section of, um, uh, I got like a teller window with clear plastic. You could put books under and you could sell them. And, uh, you, you it's just, you guys, I, I'm going to post, photos on facebook but you got to see it and it's got like like an ice cream truck out and uh, on the other side where you could see where the garage door opens and there's like a wall right here that's about almost my height and uh um you could you could select books 
and we'll have like uh, samples of books out and stuff. It's it's really cool. I, I guess you got to kind of see what I'm talking about. Uh, I'm a better writer than <laughs> describing things, just, just talking. Um, but uh, it, it's really actually neat. I've got this little station where I just open it up, and uh, it has a ring bell for service practically on it. And you could actually just get like the the thing is we've had like construction people over, we've had um, plumbers and electricians and and things, and um, in conversation because while they're working I'm working too. In conversation they're saying what exactly are you doing here? Uh, uh, what's all this business stuff? Well, uh, you know, and I'd explain to them and they'd say I want to buy some of your books. And where can I buy them? Well, you could buy them right here once I set them up, uh, but you could also mm. go online, and I'd tell them about that, too. Everybody is interested, even the lady at Fry's that sold my parents' Vonage. She's, like, um, uh, been texting me, and she, oh, she yeah, says, yeah. where can I buy the books? So I figure yeah, I'm going to try it, and if people show up, maybe I can make it a little something-something. I don't know. But it's, like, unique. Also, this the same exact station that I have for selling books face-to-face for a couple of hours a week here, like an ice cream stand or a roach cush. Uh, I also have set up um, something unique where I'm, I have, uh, I, I'm, I've got room for a warehouse now where I can actually stock books and have them on hand ready to sell myself, uh, which is something I've fallen short on the, the last handful of years because I haven't been able to afford to, to have stock. You know, I just rely on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and, you know, all those places selling them for me. Um, but now um, I've got a way station. I'm, uh, I, I'll be able to, like, um, you know, call UPS or, or uh, USPS and give them packages right from this office, open up the garage door. You, and, you know, UPMS? Um, yeah. No. Nah. As you can see by I how fast I'm talking, I'm really excited about it, though. I mean, there's so many things. We got almost everything set up. We got maybe a couple days left. We still have the cats to get from the from the apartment. We've got like uh, the the master bed and maybe a recliner. I don't know, and a couple of other things, and still some canned goods. But we're pretty much out of there. Uh, and Another thing, too, for those of you that that have been following, we still haven't been evicted yet, and we haven't paid rent since July. (laughs) So, again, it's probably because of the mold situation, but I think that they're just waiting for us to move, and then they're going to say sayonara, and that's it. They haven't, like, booted us out. So we've had all this time. It's like another thing I I wanted to say, too, is um, it's not like – you know, I kept telling Francie – throughout the last few years and stuff, we are not moving. We're staying here. I can't afford to move. Black bed sheet is going to go under because, you know, it's going to take so long to move. I have to put everything on hold. I can't afford to put anything on hold. I have to keep working until like 5 in the morning. And and then when my parents' health started to decline a little bit, and I started kind of last September opening up my eyes to what I can do for them, that's pretty much what started it. Then I just started realizing the other advantages, too. I mean, the money situation that I've been falling under, falling short of paying royalties when I'm supposed to, you know, having all my most of my authors, you know, uh, just like, you know, waiting for money that they've made and, you know, stuff like that. It's just uh, it, and it's been getting worse and worse and worse. Not paying like seven fifty a month for an apartment that like cuts a big like portion 
uh, out of the budget. We have more flexibility. And, you know, um, my parents are helping me, and we're helping them, too. Um, And uh, like almost every other day, I take my dad to get his blood test at the hospital. And and then, you know, now they get to have um, more than just TV dinners. And uh, it's like it's really neat. We've been feeding them pretty good. Oh, yeah, we have. We have. And, you know, the thing is, it's just like I was talking about before, how um, my dad would call me across town in our apartment to want me to drive all the way across town to him to show him how to use the remote control for the TV set. And, you know, now all they have to do is just knock on the door, and I'm right there. And, you know, looking at this, I'm standing in almost it, – it, it's a better – better version of our apartment it's got a we designed a kitchen we got a laundry room we got a living room a dining room we got the whole office section and the green screen room for youtube we got a bedroom and we got a door cut into the side of the house to the den that i used to be in when i first moved up here and now that's like the all-purpose room we got like it's it's great and uh we've got an attic that i'm still working on and uh it's just it's so incredibly groovy, but it's taking so freaking long to do. Now we're at the point where it, we're mostly settled in, we're fine-tuning things, and uh, and it might be another week or so, but I, I want to tell everybody that's listening and all of my authors and everything, just keep holding on just a little bit longer, and then we're going to kick a lot of ass. And now that I'm here, I kind of wish I would have done this three or four years ago. Because now I'm getting, like, now I've got more space to breathe. I've got financial room to breathe. And I even have better equipment now. So things aren't going to be screwing up like they always do, at least as much. I mean, you know, it's um, 2015. We are going to be kicking ass with Black Sheet Books. And uh, I'm going to start where I left off before this happened with, like, trauma and with uh, getting uh, novelizations um, and our authors, like, more involved in stuff like that where, it, you know, I mean, a lot of stuff and, like, short movie things and, like, uh, better trailers and more of them and, uh, and all kinds of, like, new things that uh, probably haven't been tried in the book industry really yet. Excited. Like this, like a Roach Coach uh, ice cream like, thing yeah. idea. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah. Uh, Nick, we do have a caller, but uh, before we take the caller, yeah, who found the contractors to come in in less than two days to fix that? Yeah, that's really funky because I looked for contractors myself. One guy, like, he said, forget about the garage for right now. Forget about the shit out there and stuff, moving all the tools and all the crap inside the garage and finding a place for that. Forget about all that. Let's just focus on the den extension and the bathroom, and that's $25,000. And so we reversed it. We decided not to do that and just focus on the garage and the shed and everything. And the $25,000, we just said, I'm not going to ask my parents for that. Uh, And they wouldn't give it to me anyway. And And so, you know, I just wanted to make it economical and inexpensive for everybody and you know and I, that's why I did most of it myself too but then I was on top of the ladder painting our rafters white um, and Francie comes in through the side door and she says uh, you're still looking for contractors I found a couple and she said come on in boys and the contractors came in 
and a couple of Hispanics, and they were talking to me, and, and uh, we ended up making a deal. The next day they showed up, and they put in our window. They put in a door to the den, and they did a lot of, like, um, extra things around there. And it go, really, Leah. like, accelerated everything. And it was over the Christmas um, week. They were they our Christmas miracle. They were our Christmas miracle. Christmas miracle. <laughs> They installed a window. They did electrical work. They did everything. Oh, we do have a caller, Nick. We do. Uh, yeah, Francie. Francie. Oh, Francie. Oh, Francie. Yeah, I got yes, sign off now that uh, I left a big mess here, and I got to clean it up. The the, the scumbag is is going to come back soon. I don't want to hear him. Okay. Good <laughs> okay. luck, Nick and Francie. Okay. <laughs> week. Call in next week, okay? We're going to get yeah, our show yeah. back. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're yeah. going to have a guest. It's either going to be Ron or Stinky Brown. I we're going to also have some guests throughout the year. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably be able to if if I don't have a shoot then. Okay. <laughs> John, okay. be nice oh, to see your brother. It's a new year now, John. Be nice to see your brother, John. Be nice to see yeah. your brother, John. It's a new year. Okay. So long. Bye, John. By the way, Alexander Beresford is in the chat room right now. Uh, let's see if he's Hello, on the phone. Alex. Uh, Alex, I love Alex. He is so great. Oh, you still love Alex. Yeah, of course. Okay, I still, you you, yeah. 614. 614. Hello. Hello? You're live. Yes, you're live. Welcome to the show. Yes, who is this? It's a silent partner. 614? Who is this? Okay. Maybe it's like one of those horror movies. Uh Uh-oh. Could be a killer. It is. It's like (laughs) the babysitter at Home Alone. (laughs) Oh, that'd be a great movie, The Babysitter's Home Alone. I don't know. Six foot four one. You're live. Are you still with us? He's still there. Oh yeah. So just like us, chime in whenever you want. uh, Or say hello. So we we would Uh, like to invite Alexander Beresford. If uh, Alexander Beresford would like to call in, uh, please please do. That'd be great. Anyone else? Oh, by the way, before we start yapping more. I have so many authors to reach out to uh, as soon as possible. Yeah, in fact, uh, Jason Gaylor um, has been trying to contact you. Oh, I, you know, I, th- that's the thing, too. With me and going online the last couple of months, um, I've been uh, – those of you that have been following, I, I've been doing my best to post, like, updates, especially, like, in the – in my photos on my uh, on my page, but I've written like several times now, like long notes to update people about how things are going, and then my computer would crash. And, and then one time I tried to I I, uh, I wrote it on Word, and then saved it, and then the computer crashed before it was saved. So uh, because I thought I'd copy and paste it, and so uh, hence I got better equipment. So. But, um, I, I mean, I've made several attempts that that um, that nobody knows about to actually be a little bit more, you know. But honestly, I've only been able to go online about maybe once a week, briefly, because um, I've just been obsessed with getting everything done. 
Uh, and, you know, if people pay attention to the updates um, and uh, they know what I'm doing, I can feel free to just keep, you know, kicking ass here until it's done. The sooner I get this thing out of the way, the sooner I'm back in business again. And, and you know, I could do what I really want, the fun stuff. Yeah. And I do want to say, you know, thanks to people liking my comments about us being live. I'm going to do that. Thomas Turney, thank you. Raina Young, thank you. I know you're busy, busy. And, of course, Al Dunn and uh, Terry, oh, Dave, Super Dave, uh, who I'll be seeing in March uh, for anyone, information for anyone. I will be out of town at the end of March, I believe, the last weekend of March, so... I'll I'll call in. I promise I'll call in on a Sunday. I promise. I'll be at Monster Palooza. And uh, are you so, are you gonna kidnap Roddy Roddy Piper this time and like say, sure? If, I'm if he's to there, talk to him. I will. I'm to talk to him. If he's there, I will do my best. But all I'll right. tell you what. I'll tell you. I'll tell you who's all gonna be at Monster Palooza real quick. This should be uh, very fun for Nick as well. We have Sarah Karloff, the daughter of Boris Karloff. Uh, we have the Cheney family, uh, the, the grandkids of Ron and uh, Bella and, no, Lon, yeah, Lon and uh, Lon Sr., Cameron Toy, uh, Jack Donner, Victoria Price, ooh, Jerry Conway, Richard Anderson, Calvin Jung, Julie Adams from the Creature Room of Black Lagoon, Leanne Quigley, uh, Donnie Dugan from Son of Frankenstein, and was also the voice of Bambi. Uh, hello. Uh, Stephen Lack of Scanners, Dead Ringers, Civil Danning, Valerie Perrine from Superman 1 and 2, Sarah Douglas uh, from Superman 1 and 2 and V and Margot Kidder. Hello, Margot Kidder from Black Christmas and Halloween and Amityville Horror. Uh, Mark Ralston from Aliens. Uh, Michael Bean from Terminator, Aliens, The Abyss, Tombstone, The Rock, Planet Terror. Jeanette Goldstein of Aliens and Linda Blair. All going to be at Monster Palooza at the end of March. So that's uh, March 27th through the 29th out in Burbank. And so, hey. Uh, we're going to be broadcasting live with Joe Flynn. <laughs> well, and here, here's something even closer in April uh, here in San Jose. Kurt Ron Hammett, or Hammett. As you all know, Kurt Hammett of Metallica is a big horror fan. He is a huge, huge horror fan. And he's doing his second annual Kurt Von Hammett Fear Fest Evil in San Jose at the Rock Bar with uh, some bands including Agnostic Front and uh, Orchard and uh, High on Fire. But on the first night... Uh, if you'd like, and this is going to be very uh, hard to get, I believe. 
would be a murder mystery at the Winchester Mystery House with Kurt Hammett and friends. So tickets go on sale starting tomorrow at 10 a.m. So if you're a big fan of Metallica or horror movies, you might want to come and check out Corpus von Hamel's Fear Festival's Evil. There we go. Hey, but yes, uh, Frenzy, I will definitely be, you know, calling in for sure uh, from Monster Palooza on Sunday. And I'll well, see who, uh, you know, I can Maybe we could do a special Monster Palooza show. Right, and I'll see who I can get, you know, who's all hanging out with me and stuff like that, because... It's really, you know, going to be a fun show. Uh, anyone's welcome to come. It's out in Burbank, California, as I said, March 27th through the 29th at the Burbank Camarillo Hotel. But, yes, I just wanted to mention that because I figured, hey, you know, Margot Kidder, Sarah Douglas, uh, Victoria Price, uh, Sarah Karloff, um, the Cheney family. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun stuff. So, now, now, speaking of Victoria Price, uh, for anybody who's yes. wondering, we got that uh, Price famous name. But uh, Red Wet, I mean, Red Wet Dirt, <laughs> Black Betsy Books, I'm so sorry, Nick. You can, you can hit me up for that later. Uh we actually have a book that was published by Black Bed Sheep Books by Here we go. Oh wait, that's not it. Where is it? Uh, oh, okay, here it is. Yes. The price of fear. Will everyone hold on family to his seat? Please. Good evening, I'm Vincent Price. I'd like to say a few words about my sensational book that is put together like a fine puzzle. Really a bevy of stars in it. Betty Davis, so Doug Fairbanks Jr., Peter Laurie, Boris Karloff, Christopher Lee, Jack Nicholson, John Carradine. So fantastic, words can't begin to describe it. I've called it The Price of Fear. From Black Bad Sheet Books, of course. And written by Mr. Joe really one of the extraordinary people. And working with Joe for me has been one of the great excitements in putting this book together. Now, the big selling point of my book is it is written in my own words, not like this dreadfully put together vulgar speech. Now, when I first came out to Hollywood, I came out as a leading man. And I had the wonderful fun after I became known as a villain. I did a, an album called Thriller, Michael Jackson. I did Alice Cooper, Welcome to My Nightmare. When my mother changed my diaper, she held him up and said, see, see how nicely my boy does it. Now, another thing that I would like to say to all of you is my book. It is wonderfully priced and really worth every cent. This is my pride and joy. It seems to me it satisfies anything that a cent could want. I would like to say to the great Francesco Weatherman, a woman in California who's comparatively unknown, 
but who in her radio show has made an enormous success. Purchased my book. Any other book this year is bullshit. Well, I'm going out and drink myself into a state of stupefaction. Have you ever tried to make love wearing gloves? Now that's writing. By the all-new, never-before-published, only-complete movie biography of Vincent Price, authorized directly by the master himself as his estate and daughter Victoria. Featuring a foreword by legendary film star Peter Cushing, written expressly for this book, The Price of Fear. The film career of Vincent Price in his own words by Joel Eisner. Available now wherever books are sold or by direct from us, Black Fed Cheap Books, the world's finest publisher of independent underground horror fiction. Downwarden.com slash Black Fed Cheap Store. Now that's a book that continues to be a bestseller. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, I did manage to go to Amazon and check the numbers on it, and it, it did very well over the holidays without me lifting a finger. I feel so terrible, though. I mean, while working on our move and, you know, setting everything up here and stuff, I, I was very, very conscious about how that was uh, the holiday season. It was supposed to be a big season for us, and I was um, pretty inept and incapable of marketing any of our books, so I kind of tried to let them sell themselves and, you know, just concentrated on this. I mean, the, the move and what uh, we've been setting up here is uh, pretty much the future of Black Bedsheet Books, so everything depends on this. Um, but uh, some books actually sold themselves, and thank you to people like Fred Weehy and everybody that's posted on um, on our uh, Facebook group page. Um uh, selling yes. stuff. Uh, the authors that uh, were supposed to have been published last October, and I, throughout the course of time, I, I swear to God, I thought maybe I would get a few of you guys' new releases out by Thanksgiving, like Stephen Shrewsbury and some of you, um, and uh, I haven't been able to yet. Once I get back on board with this thing and get the office set up and we're settled in this week, uh, I'm gonna go back into the process of you know, uh, you know, running things as you know I always have, and I'm gonna start again with the new releases and stuff. Uh, thank you, uh, everybody, for hanging on. To also, I noticed uh, briefly in like checking over the messages that I've gotten, like um, J. L. Fullerton, who's been waiting for his ebook to come out uh, forever. Uh, you know, he you posted something on on the group page saying, uh, well, you know, our contract is um, is out now and I haven't been published, but you guys are great and stuff. I mean, the JL uh, um, Fullerton, if you're if you're listening, um, I'll renew the contract. I <laughs> just, you know, so busy doing everything. Another thing too is, uh, I mean, um, you guys. Um, I, in the archives and stuff, I, I hope all of my authors listen to what I'm talking about because I really have no time yet to uh, address you all individually. I've gotten like uh, hundreds of messages by now that I can't, like it'll just take all of my time to like address individually. If you guys, you know, for instance, this show, it's a perfect opportunity being that we're live right now. If any of you are listening, 
feel free to call in and address your issues and concerns and ask me questions. Um, this is an opportunity. I'm free right now talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm very, I, I used to be. It, it used to be kind of hard to get a hold of me right away. It would take like a week or two to get a hold of to, for me to answer. And now it's like, where is he for two months? <laughs> so I mean, uh, you know, stuff like this. I mean, if you're listening, like Mick Collins, Tom Sawyer, Wade Garrett, Jason Gaylor, um, uh, uh, all Alex. of you. Uh, yeah, uh, and Alexander Beresford, yes, and yeah, yeah, I'm sure that he's got exciting stuff that's that's brewing too. I mean, his Charla um, is a great book, and we're he's got a movie like going with that. Um, you know, just all kinds of groovy stuff. But uh, you know, um, I'm going to post some stuff very soon, and uh, uh, on Facebook, uh, more photos and everything. I, I kind of like to give you all a peek of what we're doing as things progress. Um, when everything is all said and done, I'm going to put like something up on YouTube that shows a compilation of, uh, from beginning to end, the, uh, the, the construction of Black Bedsheet Studios, which I call it proudly. Um, and uh, you'll see how we took this garage yes, and sir. turned it into uh, an apartment, basically, and, and our... Um, our headquarters, and actually, it's you know people can come in locally from conventions that we attend and have a nice little shindig going uh, or meetings. Um, and there's just so much room. We actually have a freaking backyard now too. <laughs> Look great for not just barbecues and fun, but uh, I'm gonna like um, do some great constructive work on uh, props. And uh, and stuff for like uh, little videos and trailers that I'm going to be doing. It's fun stuff. Um, so, but yeah, hey, hey, if any authors listening, please give us a call and call in. Uh, I would love to talk to you. This is your chance. Otherwise, I'm just going to have to get back to you in a, about a week or so, one at a time. And. Uh, but uh, I tell my dad all the time, too, you know, there's a lot of people depending on me. I have to keep moving. Because now that I'm here, he wants to, every time I go in and talk to him or my mom, they keep me in there and keep me in there and talk and talk and talk. And I keep going, I got to I gotta, I gotta go. I got to go. I got to move. Got to do this and that and this and that and this and that. <laughs> and then yeah. they come out here, mosey out here very slowly and say, hey, what are you doing? Wow, this place is very confusing. And they actually get lost in it. It's like a foreign place to them now. My mom actually stepped out the other day just from the the, the uh, inside door that leads to the garage where you step out from the house and go into the garage. And uh, it's it's like this um, laundry room, tiny laundry room that has uh, everything stacked up in storage with the shelves that I built and everything. And, and she goes, I don't know where anything's at anymore, but it sure feels good to walk up to the laundry machine right here instead of across the room. And it used to be so junky and, and, and stuff in here. Now it's like completely different. The guys next door to us that helped me raise the shed, they come back here. And Francie got one of them a job too at Papa John's. But uh, they're going, wow, this place is really coming together. There's walls here that haven't been here before. And, yeah, like, 
So yeah. anyway, I can't help but be excited. This is the rest of my life. This is my future and the future of my authors, and too. Poor little I here at this residence. My poor little honey bear has got to spend it with the rest of me. Oh yes, indeed. We even I, I'm uh, uh, tonight probably after the show I'm going to um, uh, install a pull down screen that comes from below the attic. Uh, it's going to be attached to the bottom of the attic, and you could pull it down to downstairs below. And uh, I'm going to have a projector where we can watch movies and do screenings and 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 some cool stuff and <laughs> so. It's neat. I've got so much more freedom here, even though I don't. I have to wait to use the bathroom because my mom takes forever. <laughs> but you know, all the sacrifices. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, we 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 are. Go- oh, we do have a caller. Area code four zero four. You're lying. Hey. Hey, is this Ellen Proctor? Yes, it's me. Yeah. Yay! Yeah, there, everybody, Dawn. Uh, Hi, she's, Dawn. She's an author of Black Bedsheets, so she's not waiting forever for me to take care of her like most of you are with your books. But, but on the other hand, she's <laughs> Hi, Dawn. our fingernail lady. Hey. Hi, Dawn. Hey, how you doing, guys? Oh, how you doing? Fantastic. Yeah, I, 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 I love chatting with you. And I, I want to miss you guys. <laughs> yeah, we've been offline. We've been everywhere online, and you know. But I I tried to communicate with you as much as I could. I know and you so have. So so tell us about your business. Well, I haven't really been doing much lately. Because uh, I've been going yeah. go back and forth to the doctors. But but you You've have. Been what? You, I've been going back and forth to the doctors. Oh, uh, I heard the word doctors. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's been a real fun trip. Let me tell you. Oh, I bet. You yeah, care to attention. talk about it or? Well, yeah. Um, what what's been happening is they figured out that I've been getting tension headaches and. They get so bad they go into migraines. Oh yeah, migraines are never fun. Oh no, especially when you go to ER, you're waiting for them to take you back, and you gotta get sick, and then you get a bloody nose, and then they gotta do a cast scan, you know, because. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh that yeah. That was the first. That was the first time. Oh god. Oh yeah. With ER, and I'm going. Oh man, poor soul. Oh yeah, exactly. You don't have to wait forever, usually. Well, our hospital ain't too bad. Um, the night I went, I had to wait a little bit, but they were trying to clear rooms out, so I understood that. But when you got a migraine and they ask you what the pain score is, and you say ten plus, yeah, it's a good idea to move your ass a little bit. <laughs> don't don't <laughs> yeah. wait for when they say on a scale of one to ten of the worst pain that you've ever had in your life. What would you rate that? And it's kind of like, well, I had a toothache three years ago, and uh-huh. I was like, hell, uh, six? And they're like, okay, take a seat. And it's like, yeah, oh, really? Never my toothache pain. I remember it hurt like hell, but 
Oh yeah, exactly. This was the worst. Oh my god. I mean, uh, it felt like my head was going to explode. Throw up and everything. Uh, Don, we've got another caller too. My goodness, the phone lines are lighting up now. Uh, That's Jay, because we all miss you. Huh? Go ahead. That's because Don, we all miss you. Up, Don. You're you're a part of this. <laughs> we're we're right here. Hello? Yeah. Hello? Yeah. Welcome. Hello, hello, what's yep. up? Hello. What I would like to see is, I would like to see Jake uh, design a fingernail. Because Jake a is like a really good artist. Oh, this is Jake. Hey, what's up, Nick? How are you doing? Oh, Jake. Jake. Hi, Jake. Yeah. Hey, That's hey, a great Jake history. Doing? Oh, guys, you know, I can't stop talking about him. Uh, he's got great poetry and stuff. You guys got to look him up online. Jake's he's great. hilarious. Jake. He cracks me up. He's funny. <laughs> I, yeah, he, a, he was our guest. You got to check out his, uh, his show. Uh, like uh, about maybe a month ago. Yeah, I, just something funny on the pain scale thing, you know, how you were saying. I, I always love yeah. like go to the doctor and they have, like, the picture and it's, like, the smiley faces. Oh, yeah. oh yes! Oh, that, that like stupid the picture, that stupid one. Smiley oh. face, yes. How could there be a smiley face? You're you're in the hospital. How could there be a smiley face? Exactly. Yeah, you're in pain. How can you be happy? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. In fact, uh, when Nick was getting his appendix removed, and I came in and I seen that little whiteboard. And I was like, Nick, how do you feel? And he was like, I'm in 90% pain. So I put a frowny face. Wait a minute. You know what the happy face is for? The happy face is for after they give you the drugs and you feel real good. That's what the happy face is for. There you go. Lunchtime. Yeah, because I asked him, I was looking at the whiteboard and I'm like, there's a smiley face. Okay, so I'm supposed to ask you what kind of pain you're in. And he is like ninety percent pain, and so I gave him a frowny face. Nick, did you get that Well, you know, it's funny about the whole appendix thing too, is uh, because uh, I, I I've got got many memories uh, of that. Uh, <laughs> um, if I really think about it, but what stands most in my head is um, is uh, watching TV in the hospital bed and uh, being very impressed for some reason with. Pitbull's performance um, at the um, um, what do you call this? Oh, that was the American Music Awards. Yeah, no, no, not the American Music Awards. No, he was under a lot of drugs because he hates him. No, no, it was a big thing about Pitbull um, about his uh, and it showed his performance at the. um, Oh, it was a major event. I don't remember. Oh, it was Jay Leno. No, oh, the World Cup. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, in the the hospital. (laughs) It's funny. <laughs> I don't normally like that music, but I, I found myself very impressed with him that night. Yeah, I did give Nick a frowny face for his, uh, his I, I, I put a frowny face, and I think I even stuck a tongue out. What <laughs> <laughs> happened? I, 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 uh, <laughs> yeah, when Nick. We were talking about the hospital and with the happy face, and I was like, Nick, so apparently this 
whiteboard has to be filled out. How do you feel? And he's like, I'm in 90% pain. So I drove, oh, yeah, yeah. I drew a smiley, yeah. I drew a unhappy face, and I stuck his tongue out, and I let it spit. <laughs> oh, no, I don't remember that. I remember Pitbull, but I don't remember that. Really? You don't remember me drawing? You even said don't draw on their whiteboard. Oh, I, I don't remember that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I remember oh, I remember no, how the, the nurse came in. No, I drew a I drew a frowny face with the tongue sticking out and you were spitting at them. Oh, I, I remember the nurse coming in though and saying that uh, they had a problem like getting me to breathe during surgery. Oh, no, this was this was two days afterwards because I noticed oh, the white. Oh yeah, bones. but I I remember that and I remember then two doctors coming in. They looked like they were like very important people, and they were reviewing me and they uh, learned that I, I that I was a smoker and they were like really down and shaking their heads and, and uh, all that. Hold on, guys. Yeah. We've got another caller. And I'm hoping this is who I think it is. Everybody stay on. <laughs> Nobody hang up. Area code 305. Is this um, Nick's cousin? No, this is Alex Beresford. It's Alex! Hey! Uh, yeah, I don't you might as well be a cousin. Do you mind? How you doing, Nick? <laughs> Nick and Francie, hey, how are you guys doing? We got a party line going on here. This is the party line. <laughs> yeah, well, guys, you know, that's what it's all about. Everybody's been waiting to hear from Nick, and here he is. Yeah, it's not all about a party line, though. <laughs> There's very, very like party this line. much party and this much um, information because we're tonight we're about like having fun, but we've got a lot of information to give out to people. Yeah. About our uh, our uh, extraordinary efforts in the last few months. It is true. Well, Nick, uh, Nick, I called um, real quick, really, to uh, congratulate you guys on, uh, on getting uh, the new Black Bed Sheet Studios uh, going. Oh, come soon. on, free so, rent. Uh, Why wouldn't we move I'm, in? Oh, yeah, thank I'm you. Sure thanks. Two, I'm that sure 2015 is going to be uh, it's going to be awesome for for you and for all of us at Black Bed yeah. Sheet Book. Well. Um, yeah, Charlie, it's not all about me. I'm I'm trying to work for for my authors. I I invest in you guys, and you guys are a part of what I'm doing. I mean, you know, if it wasn't for you guys, I would have no black bedsheet books. I would be back to where I was eight nine years ago, where it was all about me and my stuff. I mean, I love like pushing you guys and you guys' stuff. It's extraordinary stuff. It's the kind of stuff that I'd walk into a bookstore and buy what you write. Yeah, well, I, I certainly appreciate it. Jake, are you helping them out again too now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? Is, oh. Jake help, is Jake helping you guys out like before? <laughs> no, nobody called me. We did. We did. I run into each other at Home Depot. Oh yeah, yeah. I ran into Jake at Home Depot. He was picking out something for. A, he was gonna get some uh, plywood for a train set that he was doing you a should, tabletop. Are you sure you weren't set. there for like? You sure you weren't there for like duct tape or anything like that? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> for the chair the there. Everybody, right? <laughs> yeah, and I was there for like more construction materials to like put. I I, I think I was there to, uh, Nick, uh, we, to get we, more we, uh, we, materials for walls. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, uh, all right. Okay. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, Jay, uh, Alexander, I see you. You are 305. You guys are going to kill yeah. me because we just added another extra party to it. And I swear, everybody's going to get a chance to talk because we still got a long way to go on this show. I sure. Know uh, now that, uh, now that um, Alex called in, too, um, and we'll get more to Jake in a, in a minute, but Alex, um, uh, now that we have you on, um, what's what's happening lately with you and, like, Charlene, your projects? Well, um, Charla, we're, I guess we're, we're getting ready, I guess, in the next uh, couple of months or two or three months to do a re-release of Charla, right? We talked about that last year or yes. a few months ago, uh, like a, a re-edit of, of, of the book. <laughs> and um, so that's uh, nearly finished, and um, so I should be sending that out to you soon. Um, I, you know, I've been involved writing scripts, film scripts, and also um, um, more, uh, you know, do- Dollface, which was, uh, which is late. It should have been ready uh, October for a Halloween release in 2014, but I didn't get to finish it on time with editing and everything. So that should be coming up soon. And there's a couple of other uh, things I've been writing, but as far as like. Um, Charla, I mean, there's this film project, and man, I mean, publishing, publishing is complicated. But you know, the film, the film business is completely insane. You know, it's really difficult to get uh, to get stuff going. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. But uh, you know, we've we've made so many changes to the script. It's it's complicated adapting a, a book to film, especially. Uh, I'm I'm the one writing the the script. You know, I've been sort of um, you know chosen, I guess, to, to write the the script to it. So I I did, and uh, we've had a few different versions of it. You know, because you you just can't get everything um, in the book into a, into a film, especially an independent film, which has to be. You yeah. Know, Tends to be a little shorter than uh, you know. You, I can't do a three-hour you know. You can't do a three-hour film. So um, I don't so know. Titanic was pretty successful. That was a joke. Charla ain't no Titanic. Charla, I've never thought that Charla. Uh, um, uh, you're talking about like a three-hour movie. I, I I don't know if you mean literally, but I mean I know Charla, of course, and uh, in my head, it. Um, <laughs> It's the length of a lifetime movie, basically. Yeah. Yeah, it, it would be, and if, if it's done right, I mean, uh, it should be like uh, less than ninety minutes or so. I mean, the, yeah. it's all pacing and. Yeah, and the script and the scripts have been uh, have been at, at around that mark, you know, around ninety minutes and or less even. We had a couple uh-huh. of versions of the script that were even less than that. Um, but it's just picking and choosing, and there's some things that you know that changed. I mean, you, we have to take into consideration the fact that it's an independent uh, production. It's not an expensive film to shoot, um, and the, the kind of team we have we we got together here is um, is a very good team. You know, professional you know cinematographer, you know people who are in the business um, producing films and stuff. So um, it's it's a good team. Uh, but um, you know you got to take uh, financial uh, issues into consideration, you know, and 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 where where to shoot, what to do. So there's been some slight changes to it. But anyway, that should be there'll, there'll be more more news about this coming up in the next few months. I've been kind of away from Facebook myself uh, because I've been so involved with uh, 
with writing stuff and of course the holidays and everything. But uh, there'll, there'll be some uh, new stuff coming up uh, in the next uh, next few months here. But basically, I just called in to really congratulate you guys. I, yeah. I think it's I think it's super. You know, it's very exciting um, that you know I, I can I can feel the excitement in your voice, Nick, and when you put the posts up on uh, on Facebook, I've seen some of them uh, about about what's coming up. You know, you guys have this new place, and you're you're building everything that you need around you. It's sort of a custom. A custom black bed sheet books uh, setup, set up, you know. So yeah. I think it's going to be great, but, man. I think it's going to be great. I'm excited about thing, uh, thing, the future of black bed sheet books. Yeah, you know, I'm really, I'm really glad. Uh, I, thank you, Alex, uh, for that. I, I'm really, I, I, I am excited. I, I mean, uh, you know, Francie, like uh, sometimes, being that we still have the apartment, albeit there's hardly anything left in it except for the cats. And you know, a couple of pieces of furniture and some canned goods. Um, but we're uh, taking the uh, cat. I, I've been like working uh, so hard here, Francie, at like um, ten o'clock, nine o'clock at night. She'd like be going home and uh, back to the, the apartment, and she'd like beg me to go with her, and I'd go, "What? The night is young." <laughs> you know, I still have yeah. like a bunch of stuff to do, and you know, I, I could go to bed at two and wake up at ten or what? Hey, still. Um, but uh, I mean, it's a, you guys should see it. I can't wait to post like the final product to you guys. Uh, I'm really excited. Another thing too is I'm I'm home. I I I'm not in any place where anybody can kick me out of <laughs> except for my parents. But I mean, e- 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 those of you that like Alex and everybody everybody I guess that I'm talking to right now and knows my history too. I'm I'm I've got my feet on the ground being here. And I, I inherit this house, so um, it's it's not just black bedsheet books and, and my future and everything. It's the whole helping my parents too, and in a different way than I ever thought. Uh, you know, I have to like manage their finances. I have to make sure that they're okay and everything. It's like, uh, and they get to see what I'm doing firsthand too, and get excited about all this. And um, it's just it's it's. I it, like I said earlier in the show. I I kind of I I not kind of I do wish that I would have somebody would have like uh, like like um, grabbed me by the collar three or four years ago and said you know what you gotta I, I, I you gotta to... not have this apartment bullshit and paying this money and like trying to struggle and keeping like your ideals of not living with mom and dad and stuff and you just got to go back there and just you know take over the house and your business and make a stand and do something that you've been afraid to do for the longest time. And now we're here, and it's almost done. And and uh, I've been ready to rock and roll for so long. I mean, um, every every day at the apartment, whatever apartment we've been living at over the years. I mean, you know, we've just only uh, had two. We don't let them uh, say that we only had two. But you know, I mean, just not <laughs> living here, living someplace else, and keeping that ideal, and you know, being. <laughs> stubborn yeah, about it and everything. It's, it's we're like, not um, like... I, I keep I kept thinking that I can I can actually do this without, you know, anybody's support. I can do it myself. Um, you know, with Francie. Uh 
in that situation, and it just like kept going worse and worse and worse and worse and worse, getting more and more in debt, and it's like you know spending late nights until five in the morning, waking up at you know, ten you know, in the morning, you know what, you know waking what? up, rubbing my ass, going back to the computer. Okay, I got to get this book you know, out by Friday. You know, it's okay, um, Nick is really it's, excited. It's going to be a lot better now. It's and guaranteed. It's like and it's, it's funny something that worth Nick waiting is... for and worth me working for. Um, and, and I'm glad, Alex and Jake, that you guys are a part of this. And and and, and Leah and uh, Joe yeah. and John yeah. uh, Link and hey, everybody associated and, with and, Francis, and Don. Uh, it's just it's <laughs> it's, it's hey, yeah yeah I am excited, there's, aren't I? There's somebody else. <laughs> there's somebody else here. Who's known you <laughs> since you were a kid? Oh, oh. She geez. knows your dirty oh, little secrets. That's why you asked Alex if if he <laughs> was my cousin. I would. I, would I know say, all I would his secrets. About Alex, real quick. Um, I stand by my quote. For anybody that's listening, um, Alex Beresford's book is "Mommy Dearest Meet the Exorcist" all at once. Two classic movies. It is a brilliant book, and it it does need to be turned into a movie. I totally agree with that one. Oh, and it is. Is it slowly but surely? A lot more slowly than I'm sure Alex really uh, wanted. But I mean, um, I'm sure he's like he said. He's got a great great people working on this. Yeah. You know. So yeah, I just thought I'd add that. Independent films do take time. Take take what we've been uh, uh, listening to with Matthew Ewald and Mr. Lobo's uh, movie Plan Nine, the remake from Plan Nine from Outer Space. Yeah. That's been like three or four years now. It seems, and now it's just starting to pull together, and they're ready to release it, and it looks awesome. And so that's the same thing with Charlie. It's going to be awesome. Nick's sure. darkest secrets as a child. <laughs> Oh, I heard her laugh. The evil laugh. laugh. When 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 it starts like that, you know you got a show. Oh, you know the first thing that that uh, that Carmen's uh, called uh, your show to talk to me. That's so cool. True. Well, I got to talk to you sometime. Yeah, you do. I know. We totally miss Christmas and everything. Hey, Carmen. And my whole family, um, and you know, I, I like on Facebook and stuff. I, I keep in touch with the Overberries, my dad's side of the family. Um, but it, it, you know, I just say, hey, that's great uh, that you posted that and stuff like that. There's, there's two people in my life that are most important to me in my family, besides my parents, of course, and that's you and Jeremy. Actually, and, and and a lot of times I get I, I'm so busy and I'm so conscious about like when you post stuff and when you comment on stuff you and Jeremy both Jeremy uh-huh. nobody who knows I mean he's he's my son who's like 28 now um, holy and, crap yeah, holy crap yeah, he's, like, yeah. <laughs> he's that old and I am that much older. But um, uh, I, I mean, I care about both of you the most, and and I really I, like on New Year's Eve and on Christmas Eve. I wanted to call you guys, and there's something wrong with the phone. I was staying up late both times, uh, working in in our, you know, renovating the garage and stuff, and and uh, and then yeah, I just you know, 
I mean, there's a, one thing for my authors for me to keep in contact with them, but there's another thing for that's important personally to me to keep in contact with both you and Jeremy, and I just fall so short with everything. Oh, no, I, you don't. I will say this, Cameron, and I know that you're going to agree with me because there was something that reminded me every time when I see your face uh, appear up on my Facebook page is you introduced yourself to me as uh, Nick's cousin, not only his cousin, but he is your favorite cousin. And you better treat him right. If not, uh, you're going to hunt me down like a... No, I'm kidding. You didn't didn't introduce yourself to me like right away as soon as I got to California. Granted, it was on Facebook, but when you like took that time to do that for me, I was like, wow, she's she's pretty kick-ass. Aw. Well, you're part of the family. <laughs> yeah, my cousin, my cousin, for the record, has always been kick-ass. Aw. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I seen that you were online, and I knew that Nick would really get a kick out of the fact that you would call in tonight. Oh, well, I just wanted to say hello and congratulate you on your move, and it looks like it's coming along really good. Yeah, you know, thanks. I And, you know, one of the reasons why I've been, in, I've been like, I guess thinking is one thing, doing is the other, but calling you is because I've been dying to have a conversation about personal stuff, about, like, my, how my parents are doing and so forth, because that's part of the reason why I'm here. Um, and, uh, you know, they're okay. I mean, geez, I, when that stuff happened to me with my, uh, grand, with grandma Mary, um, oh God. uh, and I'll fill everybody else in later. So you can look <clears throat> it up. It's, it's, uh, uh, it's online somewhere, but, um, in like 1980, 81, 82 or something. Um, she was born in 1900 and, um, uh, she was, when she died, she was like 80, 81, 82. And my parents are that old now. <laughs> and and you 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 you're, you're, uh, your, uh, your dad. Yeah. Um, my dad's 86. Yeah, Uncle yeah, so it's like, and and I I keep thinking about that for some something keeps drawing me to that, and I I I take a lot of comfort in the fact that my parents physically are better off than Grandma Mary was when she was their age. Yeah. I mean, when they would wait a minute, I think Willy Wonka says strike that, reverse it. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot. But uh, but yeah. Yeah, so, I remember but, your Grandma Mary. Yeah, yeah, that was a big big uh thing that kind of helped shape my life and that that's w- one of the reasons why I write horror too for those of you again that that don't know what I'm talking about you could look it up or you know but i mean um really uh you know stuff like that i mean and like carol what happened yeah. to carol um I, i've always like when i was a kid i i've been inclined towards like you know creatures and draculans you know all that but um, I mean, those th- kinds of things that happen to you throughout your life kind of reinforce that. So you take writing as an outlet to that, and mm-hmm. it turns out to be dark, but it's also like metaphoric, and it and it like gives you. I mean, when I read stuff like that from other people, it um, inspires me and enriches me in a way, even though a lot of like terrible things happen in it. It's 
mostly, you know, with horror movies, there's um, always like um, you get you get into the characters and into the situation, then all the terrible things happen, and then there's a light at the end of the tunnel and a resolution at the end of it. So mm-hmm. there's like a redemption at the end. And when I write about stuff that's happened in my life, uh, it, I, I go through it and I fictionalize it, but it's like very enriching because even though in some of these circumstances there's not a great ending to it, I kind of, I kind of at least make the great ending a learning experience or something. Or I, you know, explain it. It's, 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 I, I never really, I don't think I ever had a conversation with you about why I do what I do. <laughs> you've always kind of taken for granted Nick's always been like this yeah well you've always been the creative one in the family you know with your music and everything when you were really young yeah you know you were always always into something interesting <laughs> even even when you were a toddler <laughs> Dang, you were the cutest little boy. Tell me about this. Wait, tell me about this interesting life. I'm, I'm interested. Tell me. Oh my gosh, he was the cutest little boy, and he was just always so active and creative. He was probably, you know, um, my brother was very creative also, and and uh, musically very talented. And, you know, Nick and I have a lot in common. I lost my brother, and he lost his sister, you know, and so that makes us more brother and sister than cousins. Yeah, um, it does. It does. It does. You know, it's it's um, absolutely life-changing. Yeah, very tragic hey, situation for hey, both of us. I mean, um, it's not like, I mean, it's just weird. And for our parents, you know, so oh, difficult yeah. for our parents. Yeah, yeah, very hey, much uh, so. Hey, Carmelita. Yeah. Carmelita. Um, I'm here with Art and Doris. Uh, they wanted me to tell you hi, unless you want to say hi to her. Oh. Just say hi. Hi, Carmelita. Hi, Auntie um, Doris. I wanted to call you, but our float has been down all the time. That's why I wasn't able to call you. I was thinking about you, you know, the Christmas time, too, because we yeah. hadn't heard you. We thought maybe you tried to call us and couldn't because our phone has been wacko, you know. Yeah, what's uh, wrong with that? I've been setting her up. She's she's been mad at AT and T, so I've I hooked her up with Vonage. Oh. Because I got the internet here now and everything, I just kind of you know. Here's Art. Hi, Uncle Art. Hello, Carmen. Hi. How's my, my handsome uncle? <laughs> You're doing pretty good. How's Uncle Al doing? He's doing great. Considering the Parkinson's, you know, it's not easy getting old, but you know, he's he's very very happy. Oh, that's good. I'm glad he he's you know doing well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's not much of the family left. I know. There's no, just there's a few not. of us. Thank God Nikki had children. <laughs> yeah. I, I do have an extended family yeah, that's my too. authors. Yeah, he's... Well, it's sure good to hear your voices. Same here. Thank Happy you. New Year to everybody. Happy New Year to everyone. 
were live across the world. <laughs> no, for all you listeners, okay, you're, Nick, uh, you're you're experiencing a little family thing. Wait a minute, would it be great if Rowdy Pop, Rowdy, Rowdy Piper was listening right now? Maybe he'd call in. What? It'd be like families first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, all right, Nick. Um, I'm gonna spend a little personal time in a a room right now, so take it over. And what? What? It what? Where are you? She's taking a break. <laughs> I gotta go potty. But no, that's okay. I gotta go potty. <laughs> okay, that's okay. okay. You, you tell us that. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, folks. Wow, so we've got we've got my cousin Carmen, we've got Jake, we've got Alex if he's still here, and we've got uh, Joe and Leah. Yep. Groovy people. Yep, I'm here. Yeah. Party down. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's yeah. get this going. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to, probably after the show, now that I've got the incentive and I've got the computers hooked up and stuff, I'm going to post new stuff that I I took photos of about three three or four days ago. Granted, they're not as good as what it looks like right now. Maybe, maybe I'll just like put <clears throat> just take some new ones. new ones. It's just that I want to I want to feed people like little pieces. <laughs> you know, don't want to see the 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 grand. I don't want them to see the grand stuff until it's all done, and then people go ooh. Ah, oh. <laughs> you know, but, uh, <laughs> I like to give the people and after. It wouldn't matter if there was only like three people or four people paying attention, but there's like a handful of hundreds, and so you know, if I I gotta like you know, it's all it's all a marketing ploy. Well, I was just gonna say that. <laughs> yeah. Oh shoot! I love it. <laughs> But uh, I think people are going to be pretty jazzed, and and uh, I mean I am first and foremost. But you guys got to see what I'm standing in right now. It's just a wow. Uh, the, the the it's not a garage anymore. It's it's, it's not. It's the whole studio. Yeah, yeah, it is. We were sitting in our bedroom, and I'm like, and I got to tell you, I was really impressed with this little guy because I would come home and there's like a whole new wooden fence. And I'm like, what happened? He moved it out and he built a whole new like wooden fence. And I'm like. And I built a gate. You did. Needed to do that in order to, in order to get all the junk out of the garage and sort it out, we needed a he shed. Needed so I went to Home Depot. And I looked around at sheds, and there was a dream shed that you could walk into. It had a loft in it, and you guys can see the photos. They're posted um, a month or a month and a half ago. But um, And and uh, I went to my dad. I brought him to Home Depot. I showed him the shed, showed him other options. And he said, you know what, I agree. This, this actually works out very well. So, you know, and it kind of taught me to actually, uh, I mean, you know, I sit behind a a computer most of the time, not that I'm, you know, it's not experienced in other so areas, but I've never really constructed a structure like that before. And, um, and he did it. And it turned out and to be great. he and showed me, I was at work, and he showed me, like, the next day I was like, what? I just, they have YouTube, YouTube videos 
that you could watch on, on how to construct this exact shed. So I studied them. Then, and and, and before I even more. bought the shed, and then um, I knew I, what I was doing when I'm the shed was here, and I just one thing at a time. Then now it's constructed. I just I need to do the trim. I did even oh my god in the pouring rain. Yeah, um, there's a ton I, of feedback. In the pouring rain, I was up on top of the roof of that, putting the tiles up, nailing the tiles together. Oh, you crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's yeah. ridiculous. But, you know, I, I just keep going, you know, this is my future. i got to grin and bear it. I, isn't, you, wait, you isn't that like, Clark Roswell? You can't get anywhere. Isn't that something uh, like, doing, like Clark you know, Roswell would do like or something? your way and just, like, you got to put 100% into yeah. what you want to do if you have the passion. And, if you, and then there's success later. And that's why Black Betsy Books is very successful because you are a very determined man. And in fact, I'm even telling them, like at midnight, I'm like, I I've even gotten home and I wake up at like two o'clock in the morning and I'm like, Nick, Nick, no, I'm not coming home, not till I'm done. And I'm like, Nick, it's like two o'clock in the morning, come home, and he refuses. Because, yeah, I was telling them that earlier too. <laughs> yeah, oh, happened. well, well, that was not news to anybody, then, was it? I tell her, I tell her, I tell her <laughs> see how excited I am, and she goes, "Are you okay?" Yeah, of course I'm okay. I'm where I'm supposed to be. I gotta keep doing this. I gotta put stuff up. And I, hey, are you, you sure know, you didn't hit your head get, somewhere? I gotta get there? everything out of the way so I can get started again with, um, you know, publishing people and doing what I do. And and not even just that. I mean, there's going to be even more than just publishing books. Um, I am still going to direct Cutting Edges, and I'm going to put that together, get a budget. It's going to be an independent film. It's not just about books. It's about telling stories, you know, and getting the stories out. Be it, you know, I, with my stuff, I've got comics and things and, and stuff that other people are doing based on my books. I want that for every author I have, and I want to do movies. And I and personally, my personal, like, I guess you could call it part of my bucket list is I want to at least direct one movie in my life, one movie that you can at least go to Walmart and buy on DVD. It doesn't have to come out in the theaters. I love that. I love the sensation. But I'm used to, um, you know, just getting something done and seeing what happens. And, you know, and if it flies, it flies if it becomes a cult classic ten years from now, and I never see most of the money because I'm dead. I, I you know, I mean, it's just the act of doing it, um, and uh, yeah, that's one of the things. That's one of the cutting edges. Is the movie I want to direct actually the one with the shaving cream creature and all that? That's going to be great. There you go. Yeah. And and Jake, are you still there? I don't Hello? think he is, but Jake was in the, oh, uh, the trailer that's been on YouTube forever for for uh, cutting edge. Oh, I saw I that. Yeah, yeah, the, that's the essence of the movie. Oh, what trailer? What trailer? Hello. Hey, Jake. Was it the muffin muffin uh, man? Jake. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, yeah. I'm yes. talking about cutting edges. <laughs> oh yeah, that was that was the coolest project. <laughs> I, I would definitely like to see that be the made trailer. into a movie. That definitely deserves <clears throat> to be on the screen, definitely. 
You know, I, I came across something on YouTube. Uh, no, not on YouTube. On the Internet. I forgot where. Um, where uh, they were um, – where somebody was kind of – they they it seemed like they were on the they started out trying to criticize me but then they started saying this guy has this great idea about um a guy being empowered by a shaving cream creature to kill anybody he wants to as long as he utilize, utilizes magical um uh, razor blades in his weapon <laughs> and uh, and and uh <laughs> Uh, and it, it, they, they're saying, you know, no matter what else this guy has done, albeit, you know, Halloween 4 was okay with the book, um, uh, this sounds kick-ass if it ever gets done. And, you know, that's one thing I came across by somebody I don't even know. And uh, I, it's just it's something like this. If I get this vision out of my head and put it, you know, on 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 video – then that's that's a great project that I would devote myself to. The plus, uh, you know, even during this move uh, and putting everything together like I planned on uh, last September and it's coming into fruition, I keep, like, while I'm painting the walls, while I'm doing stuff, in the back of my head I keep doing, you know, this is part of my, um, you know, uh, getting the move for cutting edges done it's a discipline it's like you know you're gonna it has nothing to do with the knowledge of cinematography and uh you know the 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 mechanical parts of what pulls together a movie but on the other hand it's the direction thing it's the teamwork it's the it's the you know getting something done having a vision and seeing it through and I have had very little, like, no experience making movies except for, like, doing stupid stuff with my friends on video. But I, I'm determined that if I have the vision and other people have the, you know, what it takes to actually do their role, then I can direct people to say, okay, you do this, you do this, and you do this, and, and with the whole you know, vision in my head. I mean, Robert Rodriguez uh, is a good example. He, he's done that. I mean, you could be like, come, you could come out of nothing, out of nowhere, and people will like end up if you if you um, end up uh, with a great team, great, good finance budget, um, and people that know what they're doing. Whereas, you know, I don't know how they do it. It doesn't matter to me. I point the finger. And, and it's their job with their technical expertise to do what their function is. I can pull together and actually direct a movie, uh, you know, um, and that's the basis for the whole cutting edges thing. That will happen eventually. I'm determined to that. This is the foundation of not just black bedsheet books, but my stuff with that too. And inherently, once I do something, I pull something like that off, then my authors and everybody else will come along with me. You know, I'll be able to have the freedom to like, okay, I did this, I did this, and it, and at least it's selling at Walmart. I've got like more um, um, uh, in my corner, people in my corner. I've got more resources, uh, and I, I'm more capable of doing that exact same thing that I did with Cutting Edges. For my authors with their books and their stories, so wow. just everything that I do just follows along with you know what I'm trying to do in the big picture with everybody else, 
that's my whole dream. As a matter of fact, you know, I've got stories to tell as much as any of you all, but uh, I want to, like, string us all along together and go for the whole ride. We Well, it's definitely worth the ride. Oh, thank you. Well, it. I'm, I'm proud of it. all makes sense. What you've accomplished. And, you know, that's, that's my whole grand scheme. Uh, oftentimes, I feel like I'm a mad scientist in the little laboratory of my desk <laughs> with computers. And, you know, I, I Francie, leave me alone. I'm busy. You know, I'm down here in the laboratory. I, I got, I'm yeah. working on something here. It's going to change the world. <laughs> so, so, Nick, yeah, right. so, Nick, does that make us all your little minions? Oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah, I... It's really hard to tell where this road will take me. I, I don't know if I will have the kind of success that, I, that I've dreamed of, but I tell you, I tell you, as I stand right now, um, the choices I've made in my life with the writing and my books and other people's books and publishing and black bedsheet and everything that I'm doing has been more fulfilling than church. It's been more fulfilling than any single thing I've ever done in my whole life. And if I died tomorrow of a heart attack and I stood before God, I would say, I was satisfied. I did get stuff done. I made a difference in people's lives. I published them. I gave meaning to their lives. And, I, and, um, and you know, and I got my stories out, too. And it influenced people to write freaking comic books and stuff. So, you know, I mean... Everything that I've been doing tells me that I'm on the right track. It still takes long. It still takes whatever, you know, but I'm telling all of you that are listening to me right now, if you believe in yourself enough, sure, you have to pay bills and you have to make compromises and, you know, you got to work things out the way that you individually have to do. But there is a road for you as long as you set your mind and get focused and don't be wishy-washy with your life and, and decide the next week I'm going to do something else. Okay, today I want to be a used car salesman. Next week I want to, I want to flip houses. I want to do like, you know, you've got to decide what you want to do, and you've got to be determined no matter what to do it, even if it means, you know, working a job on the side. But, I mean, once you're focused, you stay that way, and you stay that way, and you stay that way, and you get determined. Eventually, it's going to work, and it's going to get better for you. And eventually, if the money doesn't you know, start coming in, a lot of the feedback is going to make you feel like, hey, you know, this is, you know, people love what I'm doing. And, you know, it's just, it all works out. And that's one thing that I feel like, <laughs> there's so many people that I live my life with that, and 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 um, that I've worked with and that I'm associated with that um, that don't really entirely know what they're doing, what they want to do. I, I mean, some of them are in their 30s, 40s, 50s, and they have no idea still. I mean, they they go, okay, I got to make a living. I gotta, what's the next opportunity? But the minute that you know absolutely what you want to do and you go for that. Um, it could take, it could be overnight, <laughs> but likely not. Um, with perseverance, it's going to end up shaping itself. And it's going to end up, you'll eventually end up having like little 
plaques on your wall saying, okay, I, I accomplished this. Even ultimately, if it doesn't work, I mean, still, you've got accomplishments over the years for it. I, I, I mean, you know, it's it's amazing. Once you figure out your lot in life, then I think that that's all that we really have to figure out is what we're supposed to do here in this world. Okay, I'm done preaching. <laughs> Good. We've got to get, we gotta get Rocky's statement. nuts cut. Wait, what? We've got to get Wait, Rocky's no, nuts cut. Oh, yeah, Rocky's nuts cut. Yeah, the cat. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of, oh, I Carmen, are you still here? Yay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you think of what I said? I think I think you 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 said a lot, and you know it 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 all has truth to it. I think everybody needs to live their dream, and so many Carol. people don't. You know, you get caught up like when you get out of high school, you get your first job, and and it just kind of goes on from there, and and then you get married and have a family, and you have responsibilities, and and then you're not able to do what you want to do. And and it's so true. There's so many people that are headed into their, you know, later years in life and they still haven't done what they really wanted to do. They haven't lived their dream. Yeah, it's, you know the the, the thing about that, the thing about yeah. that is no as long as you're alive, you can you can make a choice and go in that direction. Because who knows when you're going to die. I mean, you could I mean, you, you just you, you throw it to the wind sometimes, but still be responsible and, you know, pay bills and stuff. But, I mean, if, if you know what you want to – or figure out what you want to do. Um, it's, I've known a lot of people that were in their 60s, and then all of a sudden, you know, uh, okay, I'm going to do this. And then it's a success. Mm-hmm. So, and you do pretty well with real estate. It's not – I, I, yeah. I'm not just talking about entertainment and books and all that. Yeah, stuff. but, I mean, you know, no I'm still the frustrated do. doctor because I didn't get a med something school. Something that I want to get into is flipping houses. Um, <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, you need a lot of cash to do that because yeah. there's no financing for it. Yeah, yeah, I, I've told her that. Okay, I want to get into real estate. I've always loved houses. I've always loved, like... Francie, you're doing very well with your show. It's not going to pay the bills. We can still, like, and we can even have, a, like, a house company that's going to... Nick says no, but that's... Well, I keep telling her, you know, I, I have no time to devote to any of that. I want to get into real thing. estate. I love real estate. I love houses. I love, like, going into houses and, like... It's a lot of fun. If you're a house nut, it, it'll totally yeah, I was, I was, take care I of that. I was going fetish. to go into that before I left South Carolina. I had a guy that was going to help me out. Yeah, I want to go into that. Okay. It's not really hard to get started. It's a little expensive, though. Nick is shaking his head. Yeah, it is expensive. When when I was with Phyllis, her mom um, paid um, a a substantial fee, um, and kind of because of that, I 
had to like go through the online process of um of of getting a real estate license and uh I did that only because you know I she paid for it and I, I didn't know what to do and I and I did it and I just that's <laughs> what my heart is into I just felt like I Oh well the classes are boring Yeah I kept yeah. falling asleep on that book I'm telling you it was like you you don't even use half the stuff. You don't run into it often, you know, and you can look it up if you do. Or, you know, yeah. talk to somebody that has experience in that particular area. But all you have to do is get through the classes and get your license, and that then your real education starts. Yeah, in the real world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Besides what's on paper, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's and... the practical knowledge, the everyday stuff that you need to know. And I can help you with that if you guys want to do that. I want to. She wants to. Mm, she, she says she wants yeah. to. <laughs> yeah. Well, if she has the enthusiasm, then this would be perfect for her. Yeah, yeah. They, they tell me I can sell ice. Can't hear you, Francie. Oh, Francie. <laughs> I have a feeling she either <laughs> muted or something. Am I there? Am I here? Uh, yeah, you're yeah, there. Yeah, this is your radio show. You're supposed to be sitting there with your microphone. It's usually a cell phone, and uh, I put the phone on the cell phone on mute because Nick is trying. This is Nick's show. Sometimes she does well. It's Nicholas Zerbowski show. No, it's your show. I'm just no, talking. Well, kind yeah, I guess so. But yeah, yeah. My advice to you, Francie, is you just like I was just talking about. This is brand new to me that you're all of a sudden like real estate and flipping houses. Uh, all I've known for you is broadcasting and doing a show. And then you wrote Werewolf, and you want to write Werewolf 2. Yeah, uh, and, I you know, do that. I mean, you should, like, pursue those things. You should do the broadcasting more than anything else. You can't do several things or change your mind every week. She's you female. That's her prerogative. <laughs> We talked to you about several subjects at a time. Why don't you ever take me out? What did you think of my dress? Did you notice I got a haircut? What's the, what the hell is wrong with you? Don't you know that I even dyed my hair? I was uh, <laughs> black hair and blonde, and you didn't even notice it. What the hell is wrong with you, men? Don't you know? <laughs> Am I right? Joe? Well, unless they don't like it, then they don't say anything. Yeah, actually, she does wear dresses. Uh, never been a brunette. I, I, was, I was a redhead. She, she always like dyes her hair the same color, and then she no, comes out and she says, what do you think? About Remember what? when I woke up and I was a redhead? Okay, I was strawberry blonde. It was a little bit redder. And I was like, hello, like two days later, I was like, Nick, um, hello, do you like my hair? And he's like, is it no, a different shade? I think that was <laughs> like the the guy's like um, plant to say, 
oh, she dyed her hair. Do you like my hair? Is it a different shade? I think that's her code. <laughs> oh, gosh. You know what I hate? You know what I hate? When I look like crap. No, I have no makeup on, and all yeah. I did was, like, brush my hair. I didn't style it or nothing, right? And everybody's like, oh, you look so nice. And then when I bust my ass to put all this makeup on, style my hair really pretty and everything, nobody says a damn word. Like, thanks a lot. Maybe I just will just do number one from now on and do my hair my hair and face that way because why bother fixing myself up all perfect? Most people don't even notice. I'm like, thanks a lot, people. Thanks a lot. You know? <laughs> I think you just broke the mail code. Joe, are you still there? Jake, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, so do men notice when women actually take extra care for themselves? Yes, but we've already been too busy complimenting them, trying to keep them happy. That we, we, so do you guys actually care it. if we put on the extra blush or the eyeshadow? Um, yeah, I care if there's a smoky eye going on. Yeah, because I, w- I walked around for three days and I dyed my hair with a little strawberry blonde, put a little red in it, just a touch. And I'm like, Nick, what do you think of my hair? What? <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> and and my my eyes were so much greener. What the heck is wrong with you, man? Don't you notice the struggle exactly. we put in for you guys? Exactly, yeah. exactly. See, you the thing is, is that you're doing it all wrong. You do it for yourself. You don't do it for somebody else. Oh, no, no, no. Here's the funny thing. No, here's the funny thing with that theory. Here's the funny thing with that theory, okay? I was told growing up, okay, that you should look good for yourself, not for anybody else, right? And I was always trying I was always trying to look good for everybody else and I was told that was the wrong thing. Now now I actually want to look good for myself and everybody's like, Who cares? Oh, just just worry about what your husband thinks. Who can you, so what? You you're not happy with yourself. What is? How does your husband feel? I'm like, okay, which one is it? Am I supposed to look good for myself or am I supposed to look good for everybody else? Because I'm confused here. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know, there was a great movie that was written. It was called Fried Green Tomatoes. Oh, oh yes. We've got a homework assignment for all us women. And, uh, Jake, if you, I know you've you got a woman right that. now, too, so yeah. you're going to participate in this. Yeah, You're going to participate in this right yeah, now. No. Um, Jake? Yeah. You're going in next week, and you got a homework assignment, too. I want okay. you to wrap your body up in saran wrap, and all of us are going to wrap <laughs> our bodies up in saran wrap. Oh, my God. No. No. We are going to compare reactions. That is going to be our update show. Oh, okay. my gosh. Oh, I'll do it. Come on. Nick, what uh, I, I'm not do? really good with saran wrap. No, 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 no. I got to wrap myself no, no, no. up. In no, no, no. Take it up a notch. <laughs> Take it up a notch. Bubble wrap. Bubble wrap. Because then you get to hear pop. Bubble wrap. <laughs> bubble wrap. <laughs> so much. 
Yeah, you won't you won't bust the fragile goods. Let's do it. You but where do the farts go? You and bust your bubbles. Where Bubble do the farts go? <laughs> Did somebody just ask where do the farts go? <laughs> <laughs>
the greatest breakup. I love you, but you gave me the flu last week. And the greatest break. Oh, let me tell you. Can I tell you a funny? Can I tell you a funny breakup story with that one? Yeah. Can I yeah. tell you a funny breakup story? Okay, so when I was a teenager, right, and I went roller skating. You know, I don't even know if anybody roller skates anymore, but this is back I, in like. I uh, grew up in a roller skating rink. My mom was the manager of a roller skating rink. Imagine all my boyfriends. Hey, I had yeah. Well, so this was before they had rollerblading, I think. I think this was regular roller skates. <laughs> right? So this was back in the late 80s, I think. So there was this guy at the rink. His name was John. I forgot his last name. He was really cute. And we went, we, we, we went out for a short period of time. And he uh-huh. was hitting on he was hitting on one of my friends, so I got the courage. He had this I don't know if he was his lucky hat or whatever. He he had this um he had this hat he always wore on his head. So I actually took his hat and I poured the soda in his hat. Because, <laughs> wow, that's cause, awesome. Because what? what he did, because what he did, and yeah, you you want to hear the worst part? He took that hat, didn't even clean it, and put it right on his head. Ew. Wow. What? <laughs> wow. I think I have a friend that used to, like, fart in the real skates and then sniff it right after she farted. I was like, are you serious? Are you retarded? Wait, what happened? Wait, what happened? My mom was the assistant manager of a roller rink, and right. she used to, like, fart in the rental skates and, like, sniff it. Like yeah. Right oh, no. TMI. Wow. Hey, different group, different group, whatever. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we got our home with the yeah. Yeah. Is John Link still with us? No, he I thought he left leave. a while ago. Yeah, he had to leave. Oh, yeah, that's right. I was going to say John Link from the South, John Link South. Um, as a, uh, there's one thing I wanted to do tonight. Um, we do have the um, 2014 goodbyes. And I think that the, I, I watched all the goodbyes of 2014, but I do believe that there was one goodbye that we all had to Say goodbye to and it broke all of our hearts. Yeah. Are we ready? Robin Williams. Yeah. Yep. Here we go. A bail bondsman, a former president, a psychologist, a contemporary artist, and a porn producer. Sounds like the lineup for Politically Incorrect. In reality, their characters all brilliantly portrayed by our five nominees for Best Actor in a Supporting Role. Robert Forster in Jackie Brown. Anthony Hopkins in Amistad. Greg Kinnear in As Good As It Gets. Burt Reynolds in Boogie Nights. Robin Williams in Goodwill Hunting. And the Oscar goes to Robin Williams in Goodwill Hunting.
Robin Williams has previously been nominated three times. This is his first Academy Award. Thank you. Oh, man. This might be the one time I'm speechless. Oh, uh, thank you so much for this incredible honor. Thank you for putting me in the category with these four extraordinary men. Thank you, Ben and Matt. I still want to see some ID. <laughs> thank you, Gus Van Zandt, for being so subtle you're almost subliminal. I want to thank the cast and crew, especially the people of South Boston. You're a can of corn. You're the best. I, uh, I want to thank the Mishpuka Weinstein, Muzzletoff. And uh, I want to thank Marsha for being the woman who lights my soul on fire every morning. God bless you. And most of all, I want to, I want to thank my father up there, the man who... Uh, when I said I wanted to be an actor, he said, wonderful, just have a backup profession like welding. <laughs> Thank you. God bless you. pretty cool to play tonight because um, I watched uh, TV Land and they did a huge tribute to Robin Williams and to me I say to you Robin I love you and you've made everybody yeah, I, I want to say something to oh wait something. Nick wants to say something yeah, yeah I do uh, listening to that I, I was thinking of uh, you know stuff uh, as far as um, uh, getting inspired and trying to be more than you are, and you know, people actually, you know, you look on TV every year. You see them win Academy Awards for accomplishments and what they do and stuff. I, I, I would be tickled to death if anything near that kind of thing happens to me. But I'm completely fine and comfortable in my direction in life. And the only success that I hope for is that I, I achieve my goals and uh, I enrich my life and make it better and make it, uh, it better for the people around me. And at the same time, hopefully, no matter what I do and how my success gets elevated, whatever it is I do, to whatever measure the success is, um, that um, I take people along with me and enrich their lives as well um, as myself. It's not just about me. It's about the people I latch on to and that I care about, my family, my authors, you know, um, the, the people I do business with, my partners, my associates, everybody. Um, it's, you know, uh, got a vision and, you know, it, uh, but like, you know, I can never like hope to hope for you know, standing in front of 
anybody receiving awards, I, I guess. I don't know. Why? I don't know. Maybe I can. That's great if I do. But um, at the same time, though, I mean, like I said before, if I died tomorrow, I would be happy knowing that I enriched people's lives. But I've got a mission, and as long as I live, I'm going to keep doing this and getting better and better. And all the the, the authors that I, uh, I I I publish and inspire, and you know, other people and so forth. You know, I really, really, really more than anything else, want this whole thing to prosper and expand and to and to actually, you know, not just, you know, make money, make movies and have like a cash thing going with a good business, but it's important for me to change people's lives for the better, like I'm doing with myself. Uh, you know, it's... the some of the best things that ever happened to me has been accepting an author out of nowhere and for them to tell me that that's the best thing that ever happened to them, that a guy like me, little guy like me, I ain't no Spielberg. I don't have a movie out on DVD yet. Yeah, well, I, I don't have like, uh, you know, I mean, I'm just me. I mean, I haven't done anything extraordinary. I've done like tiny little things here and there throughout my life that have impacted people's lives and stuff. But when an author tells me that, um, like Matthew Ewald, who has starred in um, – a guy like him that does movies often and he's like really successful and popular and he's like getting up in the world. Somebody like him, I'm using him as an example for him to tell me, fancy, for him to tell me that the best thing, and he's been paid to be on television, national television, that's in syndication and stuff, uh, uh, for somebody like that to tell me that the greatest thing that happened to him is not that, but it's me accepting him to be published. It's like, it's extraordinary. It blows my mind when I accept somebody to be published and they go, that's the greatest thing. And they tell their friends and their family and they're just like doing cartwheels on the front lawn like I did when I first got published. It's like I can make that happen for people. It's it's, it's, it's great. It's the best feeling in the world. It's the best feeling in the world to make that happen for other people, just like it happened to me. And it's not, it's not, it's not something extraordinary. Like you know, I'm a New York publisher, and and all of a sudden you're in all the Barnes and Nobles in the world. It's not like that. It's just something so small, uh, you know. And and we just start out like this, and but. And you know, look at me. You know, I, I I'm not. I don't have an office in a in a in an office building. I'm just a guy. Um, you know, in a freaking garage right now. But I have the power to help make this happen for me with my stories and for other people and to make people's lives extraordinary. Little old me. You know, that hasn't really amounted to very much except for name for stuff I've done. You know, but I'm no, I'm no, you know, I mean, people look at me and go, you still live with your mom and dad. Now, yeah, now, yeah, now I do. Uh, and, and, you know, and, um, and I don't have much money. 
<laughs> you know, I'm still struggling. But, I mean, uh, uh, it's just so enriching and great. I will never do anything else. I mean, as long as I live, this is what I'm going to do. Swear to God. This is my lot in life, and I found it. (laughs) Expand and do whatever it is that it's going to do. It's just, this is what I want to do. I want to publish my stuff. I want other people to publish my stuff. I want to take people and publish them and make them, you know, the stuff that I want to be, too. I want want more people to make movies out of their books that I publish and write along with me. It's just the whole nine yards. It's just the whole thing. It's not just about me, like I always say. It's about everybody that I take along with me, too. And and it, it, it takes so much to actually do this. It's not just sitting in your living room or in a garage or anything. It's 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 something that you really have to take hours and hours and hours in your whole life. You have to vote everything too. And one of these days, I swear to God, until unless I die tomorrow and I leave like some legacy, somebody else takes takes over. I mean, this is me, and I'm gonna ten years, twenty years from now, if I'm still alive doing this, it is going to rock and roll, and I'm gonna be like somebody like Lloyd Kaufman, at least like trauma, trauma, and or or some. Uh, somebody, something, you know, where they remember me and they remember the people that latched onto me and everybody becomes something more in the future. Yeah, it's a great word. Oh, it's a, but anyway, that's, uh, you know, it's just, uh, that's that's what I, fancy, fancy. Yeah, so that's, that's I, I want to say, you know, it's just a passionate thing for me. <laughs> so, you know, extraordinary things will happen. And-
If anyone guesses to risk this, it's boxing is where I'm understand. So keep good behavior, that's your one last saver with Popeye the Sailor Man. He's Popeye the Sailor Man! He's Popeye the Sailor Man! He's With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.